You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, my name is Zeke Robison, and this is Wired. Drugmaker Merck and its partner Ridgeback Biotherapeutic asked the FDA Monday to authorize its antiviral pill for treating adults with mild to moderate COVID-19 who are at risk of developing severe disease. If cleared for emergency use, this will be the first pill used to treat the illness. Earlier this month, Merck said that its pill halved hospitalizations and deaths in patients with early symptoms, results that were strong enough for independent experts to recommend stopping the trial early. In other news, vaccinated residents of Sydney, Australia, were finally able to emerge from lockdown yesterday after more than 100 days. People who have received both shots can now move freely around the city, host up to 10 fully vaccinated adults at home, and visit restaurants, gyms, shops, places of worship, and more, albeit under reduced capacity. When lockdown first began amid a surge of cases, thanks to the Delta variant last June, Australia's vaccine rollout was moving slowly, but three months later, nearly 75% of adults in New South Wales, of which Sydney is the capital, had received both shots. And U.S. health facilities are factoring vaccination status into organ transplant wait lists. More and more medical facilities in the U.S. are factoring COVID-19 vaccination status into deciding who receives organ donations. It's not new to consider odds of survival when figuring out who will get donated organs or to require vaccinations against other diseases, not least because transplant recipients need to take immunosuppressant drugs to keep their bodies from rejecting new organs. The hospitals in question have cited these as reasons for the new protocols, saying unvaccinated recipients are at risk of developing severe COVID-19 and wasting life-saving organs. Want more news you can use? Sign up for the Tech Into newsletter at wired.com tt. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. 
Listen to Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.